Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Goddess Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to conversations about spiritual wellness, personal growth, meditation, mindset, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Marina Pratt, and today we are going to talk about what does it mean to embody your highest self? What is your highest self? Who is your highest self? How do you become your highest self? The term has become such a buzzword lately, especially in the spiritual, wellness, holistic health communities. And I feel like there's a bit of a confusion of what it actually means. I know that when I first heard the term, I always saw my higher self or my highest self as an energy outside of me and it was something that was always guiding me in a certain direction. So I guess in a way I saw it as a guardian angel. However, as I've explored this version of myself more, I realized that our highest selves are really just a higher, more elevated embodiment of who we already are. I'm now doing Monday meditations on my Modern Goddess Instagram account, which if you aren't following me yet, you can go follow me there. The tag is the modern underscore goddess. And on Mondays, I'm now doing weekly meditations where we dive into various aspects of our consciousness. This week's meditation was all about becoming your highest self and channeling that version of yourself. And in the meditation, I guided you to imagine a warm white light surrounding you and encompassing you, protecting you. And it's something that's very healing and angelic. And in the meditation, I encouraged you to see that light as yourself because at the end of the day, we are these light beings and we carry these lights and we are all light workers. But when we choose to let that light within us shine, that's when we really begin to channel our highest self. I believe that our highest self likes to come to us in the forms of good ideas, feeling really good in our body, being proactive with our visions, our dreams, and our goals. Because our highest self is the version of us that actually believes in the things that we're doing and believes in our own purpose on this planet. And this is just a reminder that you listening right now, you were put on this planet for a reason and you have a light to shine in the world in your own unique way. However, we weren't taught this in our upbringing. Throughout most of my upbringing, my childhood, even in schools, I was basically programmed to believe that suffering was the way of life. We were meant to struggle. We were meant to constantly work hard to get what we want, and it always has to be hard. But when I began to really channel and I embody the versions of my highest self, I realized Things don't have to be as difficult as we think, and things don't have to be as confusing. We don't have to feel so lost. Our life purpose is not to struggle. We are meant to thrive. And this gets me really upset and angry because I cannot believe how many years I've wasted and how many years people waste by just not believing in themselves. So this lower density way of thinking and being really is a version of our lowest self. And I think that a lot of us just on autopilot live in that space. I know that I did for a really long time and sometimes I still find myself there. And the lowest self is the version of you that doubts, is insecure, is unsure, doesn't trust their intuition, doesn't trust themselves, doesn't believe in their own ideas, doesn't believe that their own ideas are unique or innovative enough. In fact, your lowest self just struggles to believe that you are enough. 
And I want to say right now that you are enough. You are more than enough. You have your own unique gifts. And there's never going to be not enough room for you in whatever you decide to move forward with. I really like to reiterate that we all have very specific goals, dreams, and visions for a reason. Even our specific talents we have for a reason that just come naturally to us. And our lowest selves really like to keep us in the comfort zone of fear because our highest self will be pushing us and saying, hey, this is a really good idea. Why don't you try doing that? But then the lower self would love to come in. It's a constant battle, isn't it? The lower self loves to come in and say, no, that's a bit too risky. That's a bit too out of our comfort zone. Why would we try this new thing? Why would we quit our job that feels safe and secure but we don't love? Why would we move to a different country even though we feel so innately called to be there and we're currently unhappy in our current circumstances? Or your lowest self will tell you that it's just not possible. Maybe other people can do it, but you can't because of whatever reason it might be. And at the end of the day, it all comes down to choice. Who are you choosing to listen to and act from when you are living your life? Your highest self and your lowest self are always speaking to you. It's like having the two angel and the devil on your shoulders. You know, there's these two little things that you keep hearing and you're trying to figure out who do I listen to and this is why I think meditation is so important because when we meditate we really calm what I like to call the monkey brain we calm that down and that is essentially our ego and in a way our lower self as well because again this is the version that is trying to keep us stuck in our old repetitive ways that aren't serving us but when we meditate and especially when we do beautiful guided meditations or we meditate to certain frequency sounds and music it begins to alter different brainwave chemistry and we begin to access parts of the subconscious that we wouldn't be able to access without calming down that monkey brain. And when we silence that part of ourselves and we really start to pay attention and listen, that's when our highest self comes in and begins to speak to us. And we feel that with our heart. Have you ever meditated and you feel this intensity in your heart that's your highest self connecting with you that is the light that lives within you that is just eager to just burst open right through you and shine its light to the world but again we get so afraid of what that looks like and i think that what we can be really afraid of the most is the responsibility that comes with stepping into our highest power. I can't tell you how many times I've had my moments where I've felt and heard and envisioned these incredible ideas for my life. And there were moments where I really embodied the highest version of myself and I knew that I deserved more and and I deserved better. And so I started acting from that space. But then when it felt like it was getting too much because it required almost so much of me that I wasn't used to, I would allow my ego and my lower self to come in and throw me back down into my comfort zone which for a long time was struggle fear anxiety and we may think that that's not a place that we like to be comfortable in but it's like a loop there's a loop that we can stay in that keeps us in that discomfort because it somehow feels easier to be in fear and to be in doubt because that's just 
the feeling that we've known for so long. And I admit, I'm still reprogramming myself. I'm still in a constant state of telling myself that I am so deserving of the amazing things that I have in my life right now and that are coming to me. And when you really start affirming that with yourself and feeling it and believing it, that's when magic really starts to happen. And just as I'm recording this, I see the number 333. And if you guys are into numerology at all, I know that 333 is is a divinity angel number. And it just means that I think my angels are with me (laughs) and they confirm. And that's actually another thing. When you are so connected with your highest self, you begin to see these synchronicities. You begin to access other realms of consciousness, of frequency, and you see it all around you. And your highest self will talk to you in various different ways. For me, I see it a lot in numbers. I also see it in finding feathers on the street. In fact, when I was spending some time in Los Angeles two years ago, I was feeling a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. I was really confused about a lot of decisions I was making because I was making bold moves at the time. And every time I would connect with my higher self and with spirit, with God, with the universe, whatever you want to call it, I would always see perfectly put together beautiful feathers on the street and I would start collecting them and I'm sure people thought that that was so disgusting and weird that I was picking feathers off dirty LA streets, but I just would feel so guided to hold on to these feathers as a reminder that I am being looked after and everything is working in my favor. Even though sometimes it doesn't feel like it, it always is working in our favor. So what are some ways that you can connect to your highest self? Well, meditation is really amazing, like I said, and you can definitely go check out my highest self meditation on my Instagram page. But I find journaling is really powerful as well. To really channel your highest self is to ask yourself and write it down, what would my highest self do? The key here is to really envision, use your eyes, all three of them, to fully look at what is the best version of myself. Because that's your highest self. That is actually the very best version of yourself. The one who acts out of integrity. The one who is honest with him or herself. The one who sets boundaries and knows what he or she deserves in life. The one who says no and really means it. And the one who says yes when they feel such a big yes in their heart. Your highest self has compassion and love for everyone and everything. Your highest self honors everything that exists on this planet. I know I'm getting very hippie and woo-woo at the moment, but this is what it is. This is just an acknowledgement of everything that exists in this world and beyond. (laughs) It's also really fun to envision and write down, what does your highest self look like? How does he or she dress? What kind of fragrance does she wear? What foods does she eat? Where does she shop? What does his or her environment look like? All these details make up this version of yourself that is beautiful, abundant, radiant. And these are all qualities of the highest self. If you're unsure of whether or not you're channeling your highest or your lowest self, I really do see it actually in our genetic makeup. I know that weight gain and acne can be a really big sign that you're not living in your highest self purpose. Depression, anxiety, a lot of mental health problems can be a sign as well. And all this stuff is very real and I'm not discounting any of it, but I do like to see those things as wake up calls to seeing, well, 
I know that I shouldn't be looking or being this way. So how can I be more radiant? How can I shine brighter? How can I be happier? And the answer won't be in all the cosmetics and the diet change and all those things are helpful, but they're just outside tools. Nothing will ever change on the outside once we start changing on the inside. So that's why I truly believe meditation and just envisioning your best version of yourself will begin to bring you there. Because once you start to really work on envisioning this best version of yourself, you begin to believe more and more that you deserve to be this person. And as you begin to believe in yourself more, you begin to take action steps day by day, little or large action steps that feel like it's the next logical thing for you and it feels right in your heart and I'm really big on understanding what listening to your heart feels like personally I feel like it just feels like there's this this jump in my heart like my heart skips a beat if I feel really excited or happy about an idea or something I'm about to do because there's almost this little bit of fear but fear in a good way fear of the unknown because Anything can happen and your highest self will encourage you to think of the best possible outcome while your lowest self will show you the worst. And trust me, those two voices love to go at it in my head and I will sometimes see the worst possible outcome, but then when I see the best possible outcome, I get so excited. But it really does take practice and work. You can't just get up from a meditation and suddenly think, yep, okay, I'm now my highest self and you're just going to stay there. The whole beauty in being human as I like to see it is that we do have our ins and outs our waves our ups and downs and we're never going to be able to stay in a certain vibrational state for that long because life happens life is filled with its own challenges and that's just the nature of things but these challenges happen to us to I think really test us to see where we are in our progress and where we're choosing to embody And I'll use myself as an example again. It's taken me years to now be more in the highest self direction than in the lowest self. It took me almost 10 years to move to London, England when I said I was going to do it in 2012. And there was a version of my highest self that I really connected with that knew that moving to this country would do amazing things for my life, my career, just everything about all the things I wanted I knew was going to happen in this country. There was just this inner knowing. But I was living in such a lower vibrational state at the time that I would let all my fears control me. And in fact, it paralyzed me. My lowest self was taking over my life so much to the point that anytime I had a good idea, I would instantly shut it down and believe it wasn't possible for me. Although looking back, there were always signs that would show me that it was possible, but I didn't choose to look at it. So again, it does come down to choice. So it's really good to check in with yourself and ask yourself, what glasses am I wearing? Am I wearing my highest self glasses that show me the endless possibilities of my life? Or am I wearing my lowest self glasses that are showing me that I'm not allowed to have these things? I'm not worthy of it. And this is where the personal growth work really comes in. And that can look like many different things to many different people. I do think personal growth really does happen when we begin to really look at ourselves and have very honest and real conversations with ourselves. You know, the very human type of conversations to really address, okay, where am I not happy? Where can I be better in 
my finances or my living situation or in my relationships or in my career. These are things that sometimes are really difficult to have with yourself. But once you have them, I feel like it just elevates your spirit to a next level that I still haven't been able to really describe or explain, but you just feel elevated because you're taking responsibility for your life. And that feels so empowering. How disempowering is it when you feel like you just give all your power away to outside circumstances, to your career, to a relationship or friendship that doesn't feel good to you anymore, to a family member that seems to keep putting you down or doesn't believe in your own progress. It's heartbreaking when you feel like you're always suffering. And this is just another reminder that you were not put on this planet to suffer. You are meant to thrive. And thriving is going to look different in every chapter of your life. Your highest self always wants the best for you because you want the best for you. Because remember, your highest self is you. It's a version of you that does exist in this reality and it's up to you to choose to be him or her right now. So after this episode, I do encourage you to get out a piece of paper or a journal if you have one and write down and answer the question, who is my highest self? And before you write anything down, I want you to just sit with that question for a minute. Just really breathe with that question and allow yourself to just free flow right after that. Because then whatever comes through is going to be who you will become once you make the decision. I should also reiterate, this stuff doesn't happen just overnight. I mean, in some cases it can. Some really amazing, spooky, mystical things have happened during times where I've just made a solid decision that I'm going to shift and then either a big sum of money comes into my bank account or an opportunity comes my way or I get a special message from someone like something will happen when I suddenly make that decision but it's not like you go to sleep deciding you're going to be your highest self and then the next day you wake up in a palace it doesn't really always work that way but once you make a decision to change what's interesting is that things will crumble before they really do get infinitely better So the challenge in those times is to really hold your highest self light and to know that even during the challenging times where things may feel like they're crumbling down, you have to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's a reason why things are ending or not working out and it's because it's not meant for you anymore and it's making room for something even better to come into your life. Isn't that a beautiful way to look at it? When things are leaving your life, it's not a bad thing. It can feel really difficult and I understand that, but when you silence any of that fear or that insecurity about what's happening, you begin to realize that there's now space being made for something even better to come in. One of my favorite quotes is, everything is working out best case scenario. And that's a little mantra that I like to tell myself in my own personal hard times where I feel like nothing's working or nothing's coming in the timeline that I want it to. And I just have to say to myself, everything is working out best case scenario. And then that's when I begin to find gratitude in my everyday the little things that I get to do every day. I I get really grateful for the fact that I still have a roof over my head and that I'm able to afford the food that I want to eat. I have a mobile phone that has internet and Instagram and social media that I can connect with my friends and be creative on. Like there's always something to be grateful for. And when I start focusing on that, it creates a positive momentum. And if you ever listen to Abraham Hicks, they mention this a lot too, that when you start living in more gratitude and 
seeing more of the positives in your current situation, it creates a momentum. And as you build on this momentum, better things will start to become attracted to you. And that's essentially the law of attraction. And when we are vibrating at a higher frequency, that's when really amazing things can come to us, all the things that we want. But in order to get there, we have to work on constantly being our highest self. So going back to the writing exercise, I want you to just really think and write and just let all the crazy ideas come to you about who your highest self is, what you do, how you dress. Are there certain brands that you want to wear? Is there a type of house that you want to live in? What kind of body do you have? How much money is in your bank account? How do you make this money? Well, sometimes the how isn't even relevant, but getting as specific as possible really starts to create awesome momentum in your life. Now, another powerful practice is to ask yourself, who is your lowest self? Who is this version of yourself that feels the doubt, feels the insecurity? What exactly is it that you might be afraid of? And sometimes it's funny what might come up when you start really looking at yourself that way. For me, I was personally afraid of success. I was afraid of moving forward with my life because I was afraid of the responsibility that more success would come with that. In fact, I don't even know if I really have a fear of failure anymore. I I think that I have seen and felt through my failures so much over the years that all I want is success now and I don't fear that anymore either. But that's also taken me a few years of work to get through and and my journey is different than yours. But what I'm trying to say is that when I actually sat with my lowest self and I began to understand that version of myself better, I would allow myself to then channel my highest self and begin to have compassion for that lower part of myself that I ended up realizing had to do with a lot of childhood wounds, a lot of trauma, and it was just a lot of feelings in my upbringing of feeling unworthy or not deserving enough of all the good things that I would see for myself. So now I'm shifting that and the more that I believe that I deserve all the good things that come to me, they're coming to me. And they come in really weird and magical ways, which is also why I said that the how is irrelevant. The how is such a small portion of what really matters when it comes to manifesting our dream life. I mean, think about it. Think of all the really cool things that have come into your life. Have they happened exactly how you thought they would happen? Maybe in some cases they did, but I'm sure for the most part, the answer is no. You have to remain open to the way that life is going to deliver its opportunities and abundance to you. And that's why I also encourage people to remain curious, remain in a childlike curiosity and wonder of what's out in the world and what's to come and how it's going to come to you. So to end off this episode, I want to share a bit more tips that I feel will help you raise your vibration, connect to your highest self, and elevate your life. So definitely getting out in nature and being in the sun is a really big factor because, I mean, the sun is the shining light in our lives and getting that vitamin D, getting that sunshine, getting that prana is so essential to our nervous system. And that's actually one of the main things is you really want to calm down your nervous system when beginning to channel and embody your highest self because the lower self is usually stressed, you know, and anxious and and jittery all the time from all the stress and 
the caffeine maybe. Eating high vibrational foods like fruits and vegetables and even being conscious of where you get your uh, meat and dairy if you eat it. Basically living more consciously will really help to raise your vibration because you're essentially just being more conscious of your choices and when you're more conscious of your choices that makes you more hyper aware of the life that you're living. Your lowest self can be quite unconscious. You kind of just do things routinely and things can get quite mundane and low and your highest self wants you to just feel good and inspired in your body. Moving your body is a major thing in whatever way that feels comfortable to you, whether that's going for daily walks or running. I personally love yoga and a new practice called eccentrics, which is dynamic stretching. It's a mix of Pilates and ballet and I grew up dancing, so I really, really love doing workouts and exercises exercises that are all about stretching and elongating my muscles. But there was a time where I was really addicted to HIIT training and like really fast-paced workouts, but that's just not where I am now. I really enjoy the more slower movements and the yoga has been really amazing for me too. So you just have to tune in with yourself and take action on what feels right. If you've never done any kind of detox before, I do recommend them. And with detox, I mostly mean just really trying to eliminate processed food, adding more greens to your diet. Maybe if you can get a greens juice powder. This is not an ad or sponsored at all, but I do really love this Ormus Greens Powder by Sun Warrior. Sun Warrior is a vegan protein supplement brand and they have this greens powder that honestly doesn't taste like anything. I mean, I guess it tastes a little green, but it has barley grass powder, spirulina, spinach, wheatgrass, all these amazing things. And honestly, it's been amazing for my soul, it feels like, and my skin has been amazing as well. So adding more greens, berries are really high vibrational. They're very nutritious, have antioxidants in them, chocolate as well. You don't want to get just the regular dairy milk chocolate though. You want to get pure cacao. Go to any health food store. You can find these cacao chocolate bars that maybe have some coconut sugar or something in them. You can even make your own with cacao butter, cacao paste, and some coconut oil and maybe a bit of honey or maple syrup or sweetener of your choice. Cacao is very high vibrational. It's really good for your heart and it's filled with magnesium and just so many beautiful vitamins and minerals that you want to get that pure cacao form. Being creative in some way is really good. Dancing, singing, playing an instrument, painting. I actually really love doing paint by numbers at the beginning of the the very first lockdown and that was really fun for me and I felt like I was channeling my inner child my inner child spirit was really really happy doing that paint by numbers so really it's about doing what brings you joy and not caring what anybody else thinks of it I think as adults as we get older we begin to stop doing the maybe weird quirky creative fun little things that we used to love doing as a kid because we fear judgment maybe we think that we're too old for that now so maybe it's judgment of ourselves maybe we fear judgment from our family our partners people we live with our friends who knows we fear some kind of judgment some in some way that makes us stop doing the things that bring us joy. So really just finding what will bring you joy for your own self and not caring what anyone thinks, that will be so amazing for your highest self. Because as you begin to do more things that bring you joy just for yourself, you begin to have these amazing ideas and 
downloads that will sh- that your highest self will share with you about what you can do more of to build your business or to improve your career or create more fun in your relationship again or whatever it may be. You begin to get these ideas and you get inspired to do them. So I also challenge you, there's a bit of homework with this episode, <laughs> I also challenge you to keep listening to your intuition because that is also your highest self talking to you and just watch what happens when you begin to start acting on your intuition just see what unfolds and it may not always happen right away or within the next five minutes or within the next 24 hours but just see what happens as you keep taking that action and see how it creates momentum to keep trusting yourself and to keep moving forward I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Modern Goddess podcast. I'm really excited to keep sharing with you more knowledge, tips, tricks, and information on spiritual wellness, personal growth, mindset, meditation, and entrepreneurship. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast on your preferred listening platform. And I am also on Instagram. My tag is at the modern underscore goddess. And there I post a lot of different types of content from meditations to inspirational messages and quotes and tips and tricks and just sharing my knowledge in a more Instagram-friendly content form. Again, I really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode, and I will speak to you guys in the next one. Bye.